let me quickly introduce myself. Um, my name is Daryl Wright, and I'm a hypnotist. And um, I like using that label because it covers, it's like an umbrella that covers a lot of different modalities and approaches. Uh, basically, what I do is I work with people one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting to help them realize their potential to help them overcome challenges in life. Maybe it was a trauma that they experienced growing up, or perhaps um, they have a habit or an addiction that they would like to overcome, or there's some major life changes going on and they're, they're adjusting and adapting. And so that brings me here tonight um, in this wonderful time that we're living in right now. Um, you know, it's not a, every day that we have the opportunity to learn how to thrive despite a pandemic and being able to find our, our peace, our calm, our happiness, despite our circumstances. And on top of all that, we are in the middle of an election that's taking place as well. So I don't have to ask you to use your imagination about what that must be like to have this human experience in the midst of these circumstances with all of these, these challenges and uh, throw a mercury retrograde into that as well with this 2020 mix up that we have. And uh, it's a whole lot of fun. I'm not sure if you, you know, are into the uh, astrology side of things, but um, I just thought that was kind of a interesting coincidence. Uh, so anyway, this, this hour that we're gonna spend together you will get out of it what you put into it. And I promise you that um, if you follow some basic instructions, you will notice change. You will have some new insights just by going through the experience together. So um, those instructions are very simple. If I ask you to imagine something, I just need you to do your best to imagine that. And if I ask you to find a feeling, I just need you to do your best to feel that feeling. Because I promise you, if you follow these instructions, you'll have a good time and you'll really enjoy this. So uh, that's all I ask. So if I can get you to commit to that, then we can get started. So the topic tonight that I'd like to, to cover and address with you is about really following your dreams, making your dreams come true. It can be a wonderful experience and it can also be a terrifying experience. And as we prepare to move on that path towards our dreams, towards our goals, it's gonna require some change. Some of that can be uncomfortable. The strategies that we use to get us here today, chances are, are not the strategies that are gonna take us into the next reality as we start manifesting our dreams. So sometimes we'll have these really strong fears inside of us when we get close to accomplishing something major and the closer we get to the dreams, uh, self-doubt will come in um, we'll have fears that somebody might see a side of us that um, 
is unpleasant and that we might be judged for it. Um, so one of the things that happens as we navigate through life on our path, as we come closer to accomplishing those dreams, is that sometimes we will be met with some level of aversion. We may call this a toxic person. What makes the person toxic to us is that they automatically evoke a reaction within us that we feel like we don't have control over. Maybe in your past, um, there's conflict with, with authority or aggressive personalities. And so one of our strategies could be to navigate through life in a way where we're avoiding those kind of conflicts. But what happens when you move into a reality where you're met with somebody with those personalities? You know, it's not necessarily that they're a bad person, but just by being in their presence can seem to suck the life out of you and, and, and almost summons this inner demon that tries to come out and protect us, right? And we're scared to death about having other people see that side of us, this, this kind of shadow side, this, this beast, right? I mean, we, we all have it. We're all, it's all part of this human experience. And so <laughs> as we navigate through, and we're trying to embrace concepts that are um, like love and light, for example, sharing love, but we still have this very human survival side that, that, that kept us safe, that made us feel strong and in control. And the truth is that real strength, real power comes through our vulnerability. That's right. Our, our ability to show up on time, on schedule, despite what we're feeling, right? And to find that peace, despite the noise, despite these racing thoughts in our head, despite the adrenaline rushing through our veins and our heart pounding and the sweat. You know, I remember a commercial from my childhood, I'm dating myself here, but there was a, a deodorant commercial that would say, never let them see you sweat. It was this whole thing about being under pressure, showing up, being calm and cool. And there's a bit of truth in that. Now, obviously, if you're already triggered, already having a reaction, then the sweat might be there. So whether, whether or not somebody is seeing perspiration, I don't think is a big issue here, but can you find that calm? Can you find that peace? Can you trust that it's there even when it seems like it's not? So sometimes that's merely just waiting and being still. There was a show that was on TV, um, I don't know how long ago now, but uh, it really captivated me. It was. Uh, it was called The Dog Whisperer. And Caesar Milan, he was a dog trainer. He came on there, he had a Buddhist background. And it was so amazing because he would take these dogs 
that were just extremely aggressive, really poor behavior. And they would, they would act like they were going to rip his head off. And, and the owners of the dog would walk into the room while he was working with the dog, you know, and just, just initially getting started. And the dog would be acting like it was going to tear him apart. And then the people, the owners of the dog would react in a way where they were just freaking out and crying and saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's going on? And Caesar would say, out, get out, just get out. And, and the people would leave. He would force them out of the room. And what he would do is he would take that leash and he would hold it out. He would hold it out just so the dog was just out of range. And he'd let that dog just go at him, just like bark, 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 growl. It just, you know, to the point where it, it was it was going to kill him if it, if it got loose. And he would just say, so calm. And he would just hold that dog by the leash. The dog was perfectly safe, unharmed. And but it was terrifying to watch, you know, even even as as an audience watching through the TV, this, this rage of this dog going after this man. And he would just hold that out with this perfect confidence and peace and calm as the dog would try to, to tear him apart. And eventually the dog would wear itself out. It would become exhausted. It would surrender. It would collapse under the exhaustion once it found that that strategy of trying to get to him with all of its might, all its power, it would collapse. And he would gently roll the dog over on its side and he would touch the dog very gently on the chest and, and pet it. And that dog would get up and just sit right at his feet. And when the owners would walk in inside the room, they were just blown away. Like, what kind of black magic was this guy using? Because that wasn't the dog that they were living with. The same kind of strategy works with our inner dog. It works with the parts of us that have been in control all these years, that have used aggression, intimidation to get things done, right? Um, raising the voice, controlling, it works. It works until it doesn't work anymore, right? It's a, it's a very basic, primitive way of existing. But we've learned to trust those things, right? And, and in the scenario with the dog and with Caesar, um, that dog had a closed loop with the owners. The owners have a lot of love and a lot of compassion, but they weren't what the dog needed because the owners would feed off of that tension. They would feed off the aggression and, and that fear that they had would almost provoke the dog. And so there was this closed loop relationship between the owners of the dog and the dog. So it would just kind of go around and around and around. The people would freak out. The dog would 
react and and vice versa the dog would react and the people would freak out so there was this weird feedback loop that was going on that would perpetuate itself and in many ways in life as survivors as people if we've lived on the street if we've fought for the things that are important to us if if we survived an abusive upbringing we have inadvertently adopted some of these strategies to say when the going gets tough and there's too much pressure i know how to get this done it's unleash the beast the beast would come out but as you're following your dream there comes a time where we have to shed that we have to shed some of those old strategies we have to shed some of those old beliefs about the world, beliefs about the world that it's this horrible, dangerous place and I've got to fight for everything that I have and that I can't trust anybody. Because as long as we hold those beliefs, those strategies are relevant and where we're going, those energies don't work, those beliefs don't get us there. They keep us right where we're at. And so how do we do that? How do we transcend these old behaviors, these things that helped us survive, help protect us? How do we transcend that and adopt new beliefs and new behaviors so that we can actually buy our dream house? have our dream career, have our dream family, have our dream whatever it is without spoiling it, without the fear of that demon coming forth. I hope you don't mind me using that metaphor of demon, but it's the behavior, it kind of seems like that, right? So, you know, we can have the best intentions in in the world and we can still bring out the worst in others. We can have the best intentions in the world and we can still have the worst of us come out. So the first part of it is accepting that that part is there and it's serving a purpose. It's doing its best to help us the way it always has. So the first part of it is just accepting that it's there. The second part is to have gratitude, have gratitude that it's been loyal. It's done that part, recognizing that it's not us. It's it's as if there's this automatic program that's running that when provoked, when summonsed, it comes out and it takes over for us. It gets the job done and then it goes back and it hides away and, and doesn't come back until we need it to. So as we start to shift our worldview, as we start to create a reality using a model that best supports our desires, we can start to see the world as safe. We can start seeing the infinite potential in ourselves and others. And then we can have the patience to work with those parts of the mind and those parts of the body that haven't caught up yet, right? 
And we can do it without judgment. We can do it with acceptance. So what I would like to walk you through today is learning how to shift the energies within a relationship, how we're perceiving another person and allow ourselves to actually change this awareness in a way where the sound of their voice becomes like music. The feelings that we actually have with them feel like we're part of a healthy family with them. I know this sounds kind of disturbing, maybe a little bizarre. Like if I'm not fond of someone, if somebody really rubs me the wrong way, my mind is telling me, even if I could change that, I don't want to, right? And this is where we have to outsmart the mind, right? Because the mind has been conditioned to be loyal to the programming and the strategies, all of the things that we've been exposed to. It's programmed to be loyal to that, right? And to not take risks, to keep us safe. And the body follows suit, right? The mind holds a belief and then the body responds. If the mind senses danger, the body jumps into action and reacts, right? So what that means is, do I have the patience to allow these things to react, right? And just be still. Now, this exercise we're going to go through will give you some change. It'll give you some lasting change right now if, if you're brave, if you have courage. Now, I'm not going to tell you who to select. You can select anybody that you think that you will benefit from by changing your experience. Okay, so I'll let you take a moment to choose that. And this is where I need you to be really brave. I want you to feel, feel what it's like to be in their presence. That's right. Just go ahead and connect to those feelings. Who does this person remind you of? How do they make you feel? How do you behave differently around them? so that they don't manipulate you. That's right, go ahead and connect to those feelings because you know what, in a moment, they're not gonna be there, okay? So go ahead and get there. So what, what is the strongest feeling that you're feeling here? Is it fear? Is it disgust? Does this person disgust you? Does this person speak in a vile way? Are they an idiot? Are they dumb? And, and what is the feeling that you have? Is it, is it that you're like, don't waste my time anymore. Don't waste my energy, right? Just go ahead and feel those feelings. That's right. And so now what I would like you to do is take a deep breath in. You can place your hand on your heart and hold and exhale. And while you're exhaling, just allow your eyes to close gently. That's right. And take another deep breath in. 
and hold. And exhale, that's right. And notice how that feels. And another deep breath in. Connect to that heart space. And exhale. Letting it all out, that's right. And you can continue breathing at the rate that is perfectly comfortable for you. And in your mind's eye, you can drift up and drift out. That's right. Just leave your body just sitting there right now as you just lift up and hover. That's right. And I want you to just enter into a room where you see that person that you selected sitting in a chair below you. That's right. Just hovering above them as you look down. And you can, can become aware, clearly aware, of the feelings, the thoughts, the sensations of that charge that has that negative reaction inside of you. That's right. Now I want you to imagine that energy leaving you and entering their body. That's right. And become aware that they feel this way about themselves. And just hold that while you're free and clear of any pain, any suffering, and you watch them sitting with that self-hate and that self-loathing with their awareness of all of their limitations, all of the struggles that they're having, getting people to really like them, all the struggles that they have with the thoughts that are in their head, worrying about if they're good enough and how they can control the situation, manipulate others. That's right. And while you observe that, just in your heart space, allow yourself to feel a sense of compassion. That's right. To know what it's like having a human experience of all that inner sadness. And here you are free and clear of that as you observe them. And all the weight of that is on their shoulders. As you can see clearly their humanity. Notice how their strategies are failing them. And all the pain, all that toxicity that's weighing them down. And you can choose in this moment to have compassion. Because you knew how that felt, right? And you know 
what they're feeling deep inside, trapped in that loathing and that despair. And now, I'd like you to think about them and the relationships that they have with others. Perhaps the person that is before you is a parent, a father or a mother. Perhaps they're a child of a, a living parent, right? Perhaps they have friends, close friends. And I'd like you to find something good about them. That's right. Allow yourself to see, hear, and feel how they brighten another person's life, how something within them benefits this world. It could be the smallest thing in the world. Maybe they love their dog. Maybe they're a great dog owner. And now I ask you to just allow a feeling of gratitude to enter into your being. Authentic gratitude to say, hey, I am grateful that this person provides that special thing, that love and that care towards another. And just recognize that and notice what changes, what shifts. That's right. Now I'd like you to come all the way back into the body. Allow them to drift off into their own space. That's right. And I want you to imagine a beautiful summer day. That's right. You can feel the sun beaming down, giving you that nice dose of vitamin D. You can feel that warmth on your skin. And as you look up to the southern sky, you can see blue sky for miles, not a cloud in the sky, wide open sky with the midday sun, it's noon, the sun just beaming and radiating down on you. Now I'd like you to imagine seeing the face of the ones you love the most. That's right. See their eyes. See their smile. Hear the sound of their voice, their laughter. That's right. And feel all those wonderful, loving feelings that you have for them and they have for you. As you see your reflection in their eyes, as you become aware and receptive 
to how much they value you. That's right. And now imagine lifting them up in the direct path of the sun. That's right. With that sun beaming down on you through them, almost as if they were angelic figures in the path of the sun, smelling that beautiful summer fresh air, feeling those warm rays and hearing the sound of the birds, maybe the sound of the water behind you. That's right. Or in front of you. That's right. And really enjoy that experience and turn that intensity up a little bit. Make the sun a little brighter. That's right. That's right. Hear those wonderful, wonderful sounds of summer, the ones that you love the most, and feel the earth beneath you. That's right. Now in this scene, with full peripheral vision, I want you to imagine that person, that person that you saw suffering, that person that you felt compassion for, that person that you expressed gratitude for. I just want you to find out where are they right now on that horizon? Where are they? They're going to naturally pop up somewhere, maybe off to the side. I just would like you to take them and lift them up and move them right there, right in front of the sun. Feel that? Feel that. As you've stacked them just right there with those that you love the most. Feel those changes. That's right. And right now, as you feel all of that, I'd like you to take a deep breath in and exhale. As you drift up out of your body, higher and higher, that's right. Feeling the weightlessness, that warm summer air, the fresh air, that's right. Higher and higher, as you look down below, you can see the beautiful view. That's right, as you go higher and higher, as if you were a helium-filled balloon that was released by a child in a park, just enjoying that, allowing yourself to relax deeper and deeper as you go higher and higher. That's right. So high up as you look around, you can start to see the curvature of the earth. Notice that big, beautiful planet below you. That's right. As you look below and you can see the blue waters and the green land and the mountains. That's right. Notice there's a giant target, an archery target down below. You can't miss it. Notice the color bands. That's right. And in the center of that bullseye, 
I want you to place any discomfort, any unforgiveness, any emotional pain, any fear that's been bothering you, place it right there in the center of that target. That's right. I want you to be brave because in a moment, I'm going to make a sound swoosh and you'll be fired shot like an arrow straight through the center of that target. You'll come out the other side in a perfect state of bliss. And I need you to be brave because for a millisecond, as you pass through the center of that target, you may feel one blast of discomfort related to any of those old feelings that no longer serve you, any of those old doubts, any of that old resistance, anything that's left over that's been holding you back. So get ready. Swoosh, all the way through the other side, floating in a state of bliss. No one needs anything. No one to bother you. That's right. Just floating there, weightless, free from any fear, guilt, shame. All that's there is this feeling of perfect peace. That's right. And again, you can see those faces of the ones you love the most. That's right. You can hear those beautiful voices and that sound of laughter. As you feel this radiating, glowing energy in your heart space as it grows, full of compassion and gratitude, for those you love, as it grows larger and larger, expanding outward, beyond all borders, all boundaries. Feeling that compassion and gratitude for knowing that you'll never have to experience this again. Knowing that you are totally free and clear. That's right. And now you drift back into this room, hovering just below the ceiling, across the room. As you look across the room, you can see yourself sitting there, totally free of any judgment, any cruel strategies, knowing that you're following your dreams and that nothing can stop you now. That's right. With that basic trust, knowing that despite what you see, despite what you hear, despite what you could ever feel, you know that everything is okay and that you can enter this state of peace anytime you want. That's right. And as you listen to the sound of my voice, you can allow yourself to accept all of these 
revelations and information at a cellular and molecular level, allowing yourself to forgive others and to forgive yourself, knowing that the mind is just the mind and the body is just the body. And they're doing the best that they know how to do to best serve you. And you can feel that compassion and gratitude knowing that the mind and the body is open to change, to support you and your dreams. And in a moment, you'll be able to drift all the way back over into the body. Only when all of those changes have been made on a cellular, molecular level. That's right. So take your time as those changes are playing out now. Because when you're in the presence of this person, from this day forward, you will feel calm. You will have space in any time anything interrupts that calm, you will know exactly what to do. That's right. You will wait. You will allow that beast to exhaust itself. That's right. And when it does, you'll rub its belly as it sits at your feet, that's right. And it will continue to serve you from this day forward. Whenever your life is in danger, it can jump and take control, but only, only if you allow it and only if the time is right, that's right. And I thank that part of you. I thank it for being so brave and for caring so much, keeping you safe, helping you to be as successful as you've been able to be. That's right. And it will continue to be by your side, serving you with loyalty because that's what it does. It will always be there to protect you when you need protecting. And now it has a level of awareness, a maturity to know the difference between reacting and waiting. That's right waiting for the master's call. That's right. And you can be brave in that inner stillness as you watch the magic unfold with astonishment 
with that playful curiosity of a healthy young child. That's right. Enjoying the things that used to terrify you. A brilliant man just recently told me something. He said, the difference between wonder and terror is all in the belief that you can handle the situation. That's right. In a moment, I will end this meditation. I will count to 10 and on the count of eight, your eyes will open. That's right. And when you come back, you will feel refreshed, renewed, revitalized. And from this day forward, when you go to bed at night, you will sleep soundly from the moment your head hits the pillow, fearlessly entering your dream state as you dream the most vivid dreams of wonder, astonishment, showing you your heart's desire with the knowledge of all the information required for planning and making your dreams come true. That's right. One, you are number one. You have to be, because when you are number one, the best of you comes out and everybody gets to experience the best of you. Everybody wins. Two, it takes two to tango. That's right. A beautiful dance. Choose wisely those that you're going to dance with. That's right. Because they will bring out the best in you while you bring out the best in them. Three, the symbol of unity. Where two are together, we have a pair, but three or more, we have unity. That's right. Four, feeling better than before. Five, totally alive. Six, the sensations moving back into your fingers and toes. Seven, take a deep breath in as you feel your body coming alive. Eight, eyes beginning to open. Nine, and 10. You can come all the way back. Welcome back from our meditation together. While you're reorienting yourself, I'll just share a few words with you and, and 
First of all, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for allowing me to share my experiences and my learnings with you. Thank you for loving yourself. And thank you for the wonderful work that you're doing while you're here. These are crazy times. But that doesn't mean that we have to be crazy ourselves, right? And that you can be a bright light that's shining for the people that are in your life. That's right. I'm grateful that we're able to join each other tonight on this Zoom session. And for those that are going to be able to watch this through the live stream and the replay in Facebook land. So thank you very much. Um, we're towards the end here now. And um, I'll just share some information about myself really quick. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about me, or if you're interested in working with me at some point, um, you can contact me through my website. Um, I have a new website that's up. It's, a, it's thebestofself.com. And my email is daryl at thebestofself.com. So feel free to look me up there. My contact information is there. Um, as things start to open up more, um, I'll be doing some events at my house. Um, I have a beautiful farmhouse out in Swartz Creek. Um, would love to have people come visit. And um, I also provide sound therapy. Uh, I own gongs and singing bowls and I like to do group events. Um, so either I can come out to a place and do a group event there, or I can do something here. Um, just waiting on uh, things to calm down a little bit before starting to do in-person events. I want to make sure that we're doing things um, ethically and, and, uh, and also together with, with the regulations, just to ensure that everybody's safe. Um, and if you're interested in, in, in doing uh, any sessions one-on-one -on -one via Zoom um, or uh, potentially in person, um, you can just contact me at the number listed. So with that, uh, again, I would like to thank you for your time and energy and focus today. And I look forward to spending time with you again in the future. Thank you. Welcome everyone to the Serenity House of Flint's podcast. My name is Tara Marina Wallen. I'm the founding director of the organization. I have been on this healing path for almost eight years now and all of the things that we offer at Serenity House are whole person centered so that you can heal from addiction, codependency, and trauma. The Serenity House of Flint is a recovery community organization with our mission to advocate for people in recovery and to provide holistic options for those recovering from substance use disorder, codependency, and trauma. This podcast will provide you with content 
surrounding advocacy and holistic healing options. Some of the programs that you're going to experience will be around using words to heal and education on natural approaches to healing. I want to thank everyone for joining us and I'm so excited for what's to come. If you feel called to find out more about our organization, please visit www.flintserenityhouse.org. If you feel called to give, you can find our donation button on our website. Thank you and enjoy the podcast.